Bart Pease. He's out with a driver now. Now, I'm not sure this is right. Would somebody kindly go and stop him? Give him a large brandy and pop him down. No, this, this really is beyond a joke now. He's, he's, he's gone gaga because this is, uh, this is quite... I've never seen anything like it before and to attempt to hit the ball out of there is pure madness. First golf shot. No, answer the question. That's terrible. This could be good. Come in. This could be good. Looks better than it is, folks. Not bad. What a world. Uh, the whole planet is ravaged by a pandemic. The whole country, the whole of Europe, is in lockdown as we speak. Recording right now. The American House of uh, Representatives of the Senate is currently being stormed by crazy American people with guns. Global warming is about to wipe us all off the face of the planet. But fret not, put all of that to one side for the next hour. And like a vaccine of patter, myself, Crawford and Rob are here with the RACDG podcast. The small victories in life, Crawford. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I think leaning on from that um, from that intro, uh, if if you're the vaccine, then Rob is a small prick in your arm. <laughs> that is that is very rude, Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob, the small prick. How are you? Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all of those good things. How's it going? Did shit at the darts, didn't I? Lightning, or what is that again? Electric draw? Voltage. 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 <laughs> Lost in the second round. Happy Christmas. <laughs> I'm good, Gary, thanks. Happy New Year good to stuff. you too. No, Happy New Year, guys. It's been a couple of weeks. There's lots happened since we've been gone. But as we said a wee minute ago, before we get into things, we've got loads to talk about today. We're going to look at our highlights from 2020. We're going to look ahead to 2021. We've got some breaking news regarding the mega bonus and loads of other bits and pieces to talk about. Before we go into that, a little bit on a serious side, um, as I said a wee minute ago, we are in another lockdown now. We might be in this lockdown for a couple of months. It's crap, it's necessary, but it's shit. Um, But it's slightly different this time around. I think last time when we went into a lockdown, our little uh, golf community was still relatively small. A lot of us didn't know each other very well at all. Uh, And we didn't really know what was happening, when it was going to end, um, or or how to get through it. But now, we are in a situation with a vaccine where we kind of know that the end is near and brighter days are ahead. But more importantly, we all know each other a lot better. Our community's grown a lot over the last year, from one WhatsApp chat to God knows how many WhatsApp chats. There seem to be in all of them. An (laughs) online forum, an Instagram page, and loads of real-life genuine friendships that have come about as well. So we know uh, that we're in a far better position than we ever have been. So what we kind of want to do with the podcast over the next couple of weeks, I think to pull back the curtain a little bit, the three of us have talked uh, over the past few months about having the podcast maybe being a little bit broader, maybe talking more about golf in general, trying to reach out to a bigger audience. But I think the situation, the circumstances and the, the, the time that we're in just now really kind of serves for us to to look directly to the guys in the RACDG and make this podcast more of a community hub, a notice board, a, a kind of roundup of whatever's happened within that week within the RACDG now that there is so much going on. So we really just want to make this podcast about you guys. We want to kind of throw our arms uh, around the RACDG community. Rob just did a big hugging motion uh, on Zoom there. But we want to make this all about you and we want to make lockdown as decent as we can, whether that's just an hour a week or it's sending you off to loads of other bits and pieces that we're doing uh, and giving you a little bit of entertainment. Mental health is obviously taking an absolute battering at the moment for so many of us. Uh, So what I want to say personally and what what I'm sure the guys will echo as well is do talk, do talk to us, whether it's a private message, whether it's in a group chat, whether it's in uh, the clubhouse or Instagram do get in touch if there's anything you want to talk about. If you want to hear some really funny stories, uh, don't contact me. Uh, probably contact Crawford for that. He's got all sorts. He, he can name drop with the best of them. Uh, so he can give you that. And if you want to talk to a small prick message, uh, Rob, obviously. But 
<laughs> do reach out there. This isn't just a this isn't just a golf club. It's not just a golf society. It's a community where real bonds and friendships have been made over the past year or so. Um, and whether you've been there since day one, like Crawford, whether you came in along the ride as it was growing, like me. Uh, or whether you've just jumped into the chat in the past couple of weeks, past couple of months or whatever, uh, you're part of this community, you're part of this group, you're part of our gang, um, and, and do not feel afraid to come and talk to somebody or jump in, you know, bollocks first with some of the chat, some of the events uh, or some of the other kind of fun show-offs that we've got. That's my kind of weird uh, opening rant over. Uh, before we move on to talk a little about one of our outlets, a forum, the clubhouse, you guys got anything to say on that sort of subject? Yeah, I'd just like to say, Gary, that it's probably where friendships end as well. So Crawford and I have known each other a long time, but I can't remember him ever upsetting me this much. I'm honest. I mean, I am a prick, but calling me small is is terrible. This really touching uh, message. I, I messaged the guys before we recorded this and said, look, I want to do a serious first five minutes here and make sure that everybody knows that we're here for community support. And within 30 seconds of that, Crawford's called Rob a prick. So we are, we are where we are. He's <laughs> a leopard can't change his spots. Yeah. Working from home and trying to work out if I can jump and touch the ceiling. So I've given this a few guys already, so I know I can't. But I think I get pretty close. And if I get pretty close, what is the technique or the method that pushes me on to be able to get to the ceiling? I'll give you an example. Jump and touch the ceiling. 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 I don't feel like I'm that far away. But as part of that, so as part of that kind of outreach, as part of what we want to do is obviously involve as many people as possible with all the great stuff that we've got going on. Uh, and a big part of that over the last couple of weeks and going forward, I would think, is called the Clubhouse. So we touched the Clubhouse. Uh, we touched the Clubhouse. We touched on the Clubhouse uh, briefly uh, in our episode a couple of weeks ago. But Crawford, why don't you give us a kind of a recap and a run through? What is the Clubhouse and what do you want to achieve with the Clubhouse? Uh, How much does it cost? Paywall, baby. No paywall. It's free. (laughs) It's entirely free. No shekels at all. Um, Which is uh, some could say is a bit of a plus if you were if you were considering other message boards that were out there in the Gulf world. Are you telling me that this podcast is free? This podcast here is free. The podcast is free. The podcast is free. The WhatsApp is free. Yeah, I don't know who's paying for it, but we'll figure that out. It's the best deal that. I've had since I got a set of P790s for 99 quid, mate, I'll tell you that. Particularly <laughs> since you've only just got the 99 quid back. RIP Tony Mitchell. Anyway, Crawford, the clubhouse, <laughs> talk to us. Actually, yeah, so talk about the clubhouse. The, the, the clubhouse. At, at the point of entry at the minute, the clubhouse is free. It actually isn't free. At some point, we're going to have to figure out how to pay for it. At the minute, Jamie K is paying for it on his credit card when his wife doesn't know about it. And um, to pull back but, the curtain um, on that, it's not a couple of quid a month, by the way, guys. The clubhouse costs £100 per month to run. Yeah. So it's not one of these ones that costs a fiver or a tenner for the web domains. Yeah. It, it, so it doesn't. It costs uh, about £100 a month, but that's for a certain amount of clicks and storage space. If we get more, start getting more clicks and more storage space, then we'll have to work out a bespoke plan with them. So it's going to be much more expensive. But look, at the minute we're in a, in a we'll build it and they'll come mode um, and then we'll figure out down the line how we can pay for it. I think the plan is to sort of say like, we'll stick a little pot somewhere um, and a couple of times a year we'll do like a little fundraiser and we'll just say, look, 
bung a couple of quid into the pot. And if there's, you know, a thousand of us in there and we all bung in a pound, then that's it. It's fine. It's paid for six months. You don't have to worry about it. We could do another raffle. I was going to say, are these, uh, is this, these fundraisers that you're running a few times a year, Crawford, uh, coincidentally, one or two months before your trips to America to play golf? <laughs> I, I, who could say, Gary? It's more that whenever the money turns up, a trip gets organised one or two yeah. months afterwards. That's how these things tend to plan out. Um, but look, the clubhouse is just... Um, uh, it's just another way. like the, the the point with the RICDG is to create lots of different places and ways and opportunities for us all to enjoy our passion and our passion is golf and whatever that function or form that takes and then it's just a way some people love the WhatsApp group some people get a little bit overwhelmed by it um, and uh, we've enjoyed the discord but the discord was difficult for an international sort of aspect and the clubhouse was a way for us to create an online space that we could use, but we could all the chapters could use it at the same time. So the nicest thing about it over the last couple of weeks is that we know we're all now talking to all the members from other chapters and talking about you know, the guys in Chicago land and the guys in you know San Antonio and Texas and the guys in Southern California. And we're all now feeling that we're part of the community together, that we're all flockers together, um, which was a big part of it. Uh, and that I think. You know, it's still shit the minute because none of us can travel around. But normally, we have a lot of Americans every year coming over to play golf in the UK, either in Scotland or Ireland. A lot of guys coming to just hang to, to work in London who will be looking to get out for a game. And the same with all of us. Whenever we're going over to the States and I wanted to hang out with people, I was over in America in March and played with a bunch of guys in the um, Southern California um, Yeah, I remember chapter, that fundraiser. Which, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's always been the, the, the big kind of idea, the big dream in the back of my mind was to create a, a global society that we could all hang out with each other. And I think we're getting closer to that now. So this is the, this is the step that brings us to that space. And it's been, you know, it's got 350 people so far. So I think in two weeks is a pretty good sign up. Um, and I think people are beginning to enjoy it. I think what it's done is it's given us a bit of an opportunity to spread the topics and the content and the chat to the point where um, I think a lot of people are maybe getting to know each other a little better in terms of uh, things that they like uh, and their interests outside of golf. Uh, so while these things were always quite hard to put a pin on when it's all in one WhatsApp chat and there's 15 different things going on at once, there's been all these little subset clubs that have um, shot off uh, from the main chat, from the main clubhouse, and these are all things that anybody can get involved in. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to name them off. And Rob, you're going to tell me what these things are. And even if you don't know what they are, you're going to make something up anyway, because um, that'll be entertaining <laughs> content. But loads of different things that you can get involved in. Again, over the next six weeks, two months, whatever it ends up being, if you're feeling a bit low, if you're feeling like you need a little hobby, you need something to get involved in, there's loads of shit. Uh, basically. Uh, first one, uh, I think Alan Martin set up the Strava Club. What's the Strava Club, Rob? That is a fitness club for running. Wouldn't know myself. Wouldn't go anywhere near that shit, but there's a and fitness I think, club. I think it's, um, I think Alan set it up and I think they're trying to adapt it to have other activities because I think it is just running at the moment. So. Yeah. You can't do sort of sledging or anything like that on it. So hopefully soon that'll be tobogganing, tobogganing. It's gone very cool runnings all of a sudden. But um, <laughs> we've got a lot of runners, we've got a lot of cyclers, we've got a lot of guys that like to keep fit and active. Likewise, we've also got a lot of guys that have not really done that sort of thing before and that are starting off and that are beginners and trying to get into that. Um, and that's a great gateway because uh, it's just a lot of guys, a lot of middle-aged guys uh, with questionable drinking habits that um, egg each other on to go runs uh, to sweat out their hangovers. So that's the first one. We've got the Grill Club. Rob, you're in the Grill Club? I am one of the main guys in the Grill Club, yeah. Oh, yes. It's, it's pretty good, he's actually. Mr. He's Mr. Grill. <laughs> uh, so I think this it, it's, quite, it's grown quite a lot recently, actually, but it's basically, as it says... Um, barbecue grill club we talk an awful lot about meat um and uh, i've got a few chats like that as well he he, he just can't stop talking about his little prick (laughs) it's uh thankfully (laughs) the meat is much smaller is much smaller crawford (laughs) he's so rude isn't he i go away i go away for one week i thought joe would have sorted him out but my god he's come back worse do you ever give your meat a rub before you uh, (laughs) rub you can you can wet you can wet rub or dry rub it gary (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck I, nah, just 
We've also got the fact <laughs> The RACDG Chub Club, which we've had running for a little while. Uh, Guys that are maybe slightly overweight, i.e. me, or guys that are trying to just get a little bit fitter uh, in general in life. We've got the Chub Club where we just basically talk about uh, diet tips, nutrition tips. Uh, Every month this year, we're doing a little um, fitness challenge sort of thing. So at the moment, a group of us are trying to do, over the course of the month of January, 1,000 sit-ups, push-ups, leg raises, squats, and burpees. Um, and we're all doing that to varying degrees of success at the moment. I did 50 of each today, and uh, my knees are a little bit shaky. I went to go for a pee about 10 minutes ago and nearly never got back to the computer. But that's so, running... so far, I've, I've done 30 sit-ups and 10 burpees in six days. <laughs> No fucking so, about it. Varying degrees of success within this competition. It's, it's important to say that not everyone's doing that because I'm I'm in that group, but I'm in it for getting a bit fitter and losing a bit of weight. Yeah. So it is. There's all needs are catered for, Gary, aren't they? Yeah, ev- like everybody's good. Like definitely. a dry rub or a wet rub. Dry rub, wet rub, belly rub, whatever you need, we've got it there in the Chub Club. Again, everybody's got different needs. Everybody's got different goals. It's just that it's a little bit of um, encouragement. It's good fun. It's good fun. To be honest, most of the time we just talk about food. It's meant to be fitness yeah. and exercise, but we yeah. literally just post pictures of our dinner and <laughs> debate over how unhealthy there is. Um, on the I just walked side, up the stairs. I deserve a KFC. Listen, that's absolutely. That's, I'm, I'm happy you're reading my messages out, but that's absolutely fine. Um, on the gambling side, we've got the one and done, which is like a weekly pick a golfer. You can pick that golfer once all year. The person with the most money from their chosen golfers on the money list wins. That's running all season long. And you can contact Aaron Saint-Pierre um, if you want any more information on that. No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's the other Aaron. Is that Aaron Luxembourg? It's Aaron, Lux- Aaron Lemon that does, uh, in Luxembourg, it does is, the one yeah. done. It's Aaron, it's Aaron Saint-Pierre that's doing the DraftKings. That's really annoying. So they're both called Aaron and they're both in charge of two separate gambling things. That's yeah. really selfish of both of them. Well, technically one of them is A-A-R-O-N, one of them is A-R-R-O-N, so that's how you understand it. One of them's got a problem with his ass. One of them's ah speaks out. One of them's ah. <laughs> um, so we've got a draft kings thing. Uh, also in the clubhouse, we've got there's just loads of little bits and pieces like uh, music club. We were just talking about just different types of music, recommending albums and sort of stuff to each other. Book club, same sort of thing. John Arshad's running an NFL playoff competition as well for all of you egg ball America ball fans out of there. During lockdown, we're running a putt-out competition as well. Now, I don't really know much about that. Anybody want to give a quick explain on that? Yes, that's Rod uh, in Cambridge. He has one of those putt-out matches. There's like a 12-foot mat with a little plastic thing in it. And uh, there's a bunch of guys have them. Uh, Not just here, but it does in America as well. And they've all signed up to do a little competition. So you've got to do like five from two feet, five from three feet, five from four feet. Yeah, it's a little knockout. I think so, yeah. So I've not got the official put-out thing, but see, for Christmas, I got one of those like little toilet putting sets. Could I, could I, I get think, Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. As long as right. you, you have to declare whether you're actually taking a shit while you're doing it, because that can be an unfair advantage. <laughs> Sounds like the mega bonus, Gary. Sounds like the mega bonus. Yeah. Speaking of shit, so you, you, can on, you can do it on the putt-out, or, or you can just do it on a little fake uh, one toilet, toilet putting match. We're going to get to the mega bonus in a little second. The last one was, few of us play Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, uh, like the middle-aged men that we are. I, I was actually playing, for those of you that don't know what Warzone is, 150 of you drop into this island and you all run about with your little army men and try and shoot each other until there's one left. But you can go in teams and stuff as well. So I'm 32 next week. And um, Rob, do you play? No, but I'll just give a shout out that the uh, the RACDG Golf Online uh, is coming back. I've just oh, the game? The game is coming back. We all stopped oh, do that first. It, it, it got a bit... I think it got a bit... Uh, there was too many platforms and then the new the new game came out and it was really fucking hard and everyone gave up but um i think we've all we've all got used to it a little bit so phil has sent a message out to those uh, of us that are still in the whatsapp group and those that uh, left because the game was too hard then come back because he's going to be running something i think till the end of february so watch this space 
See, that was really good fun in lockdown last year. So if you've not uh, been in the RACDG long, yeah. um, what we did, we had the, there's a PlayStation, the Xbox, whatever um, console that you were on. We had the one of the golf games uh, on that. And the guys, uh, Phil and a few other guys, set up this big league where you were actually playing a golf event each week. You were playing yeah. four golf event and we had proper leaderboards and everything. People had their handicaps because some people like John Arshad and Junior were... Banditos. Fucking brilliant at it. Outrageously good at this golf. Crazy like, good. Can't get my head around how somebody can be as good at like a PlayStation game, but here we are. And then we'd, uh, a couple of times a year, we'd have a, a major where whoever was leading or the two people that were maybe leading in the last round would stream them live and I would commentate and abuse them uh, as they were going um, and we would get a winner. So that was a lot of fun. I think that uh, gave a lot of people a lot of entertainment throughout uh, the original lockdown. So glad that that's coming back. Um, yeah. And the same thing with Warzone as well. So basically, there's just there's, there's loads of different little outlets uh, whereas a big weird group of golf perverts all get together and share our perversions, whether they be golf, music, film, TV, games, uh, or the NFL, if that's your thing. So there's loads there. It's all kind of wrapped up in the clubhouse. So if you want to join the clubhouse, get yourself over to clubhouse.racdg.com. Sign up. Anybody can sign up. We're opening our arms to the world now because we've got this and we're not trying to squeeze 200 people into a WhatsApp chat uh, which, by the way, Crawford, I felt, I don't know if you've felt, it's quieting down a little bit over the past couple of weeks since the clubhouse is here. It's a little bit more manageable on a day-to-day basis now. Yeah, we're only, we're only at about five or 600 messages a day rather than 800 or 900, so we're <laughs> doing okay. Um, no, yeah, it has definitely been a little bit quieter the last week. It's been nice. It doesn't mean it's been dead. It's been nicely quiet. It hasn't been just, it hasn't been quite as insane or insane. Um, yeah. So that's the clubhouse. That's the kind of serious bit of things over we were saying to you guys, come be part of the flock, come into my warm embrace, come into Rob's slightly smaller, um, but slightly warmer. <laughs> Imagine you'd be quite a warm person. Uh, into our warmer embraces and um, just get through this lockdown together. We're a community, we're brothers. Can I just uh, say that I, I, don't, do I, I don't want anyone embracing me. I'd rather they stay six feet away. I th- I th- no one would want to embrace you. I know that. I'd probably, probably be wet. Because... <laughs> <laughs> just, he's like a wet Slobbery dog. like a dog. <laughs> yeah. He's just like a damp pet. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of damp pets, some breaking news. Breaking news. Mega bonus. It got one over Christmas. There's a big asterisk beside it. Rob, talk to us about the mega bonus. What, the real one or the fake one? <laughs> one in the same today oh, okay. um, for this. So the mega bonus, super, super quick five-second recap. Uh, the mega bonus is a score that somebody shoots that they shouldn't be shooting. So for most handicappers uh, in the lower region, it would be under par. For other people, points will do. <laughs> for other people it was scaled up a little bit everybody stuck a fiver into a pot nobody broke the mega bonus all year uh, but Ian and I keep seeing his name wrong it, it, it's something really simple but for some reason in my mind I read it as Rabinsack but it's definitely not Rabinsack raised back <laughs> <laughs> so Ian Rabinsack isn't it just an asterisk Ian, yeah. Ian, with that, Ian with an asterisk um, but you won the mega bonus um, officially, unofficially, over the Christmas and New Year period. Um, I don't know. Talk, talk to me about it. What's your thoughts? What's your feelings? What actually happened? Tell tell the people what happened first, Rob. Well, I mean, I I wasn't there, but I think uh, it was at Woodall Spa. Is that correct? That's and right. Yeah. Woodall Spa is pretty tough golf course. And uh, I think it was shortened by about five, 6,000 yards. And there was 14, <laughs> 14 temp grees. And there was par four, those par fours that were like 180 yards. And, um, but I think, uh, no, fair, fair, fair play to Ian. I think he shot, uh, he shot one under par um, around a tough golf course in, in probably tough conditions to, to win the mega bonus with 39 points, which is, you know, it's an outstanding achievement um, for any golfer to get 39 points. So, you know, fair, fair play to him, you know, well done. Oh, I've got shivers at the sarcasm. <laughs> but uh, 
Luke, it, it, it's so dry. It's like like a dry sherry. <laughs> it's just catching the back of your mouth. Like a big dry right, I'll just I'll leave you at one point because I'm I'm not I'm not really bitter about it at all. But I think um, <laughs> you know, it, for for my mega bone attempt bonus attempt, um, I had Crawford, Anderson, Dylan in my fucking face the whole time. And when we approached the 18th hole, which is a par four, just want to clarify that it's a par four, which is 460 yards long, um, without a bounds long and right of the green, which Crawford did remind me as I had uh, 152 yards to the middle of that green with an iron in my hand. Um, but there we go. Yeah. Well done, Ian. Do you ever find it when you uh, grill food in the grill club that it's, it's a wee bit too salty because it can be a bit bitter sometimes. Gary. It's a bit too salty. <laughs> a bit bitter, you know. Marinated by the salt from your tears. Thirty-nine points next year to win the mega bonus. I'm all in for that. So sign me up. Well, let me put my. I mean, it's coincidence in. would have it that was Grant's big take on the uh, mega bonus was that you should just shoot three under your handicap. The mega bonus, which nobody's meant to break, it's meant to be a round of golf that nobody ever shoots. He just reckoned shoot three under your handicap and you're flying because there's a 4% chance of that happening or something mental like that. So maybe... Well, that's just Grunt's shit take of the week, isn't it? So... Is is a new mega bonus... Is it going to be uh, rejigged? I'm assuming so. And do we not want to talk about... Uh, a new order of merit that's that's being created. Oh yeah, that's exact. That's exactly where I was going with that, Rob. You've read yeah. my mind there. So maybe instead of the mega bonus next year, instead of the mega bonus in that iteration, um, Phil Tasker and Joe Smith Walker have come up with the idea of an RACDG first of all handicap club, um, and an order of merit, um, which is a pretty massive undertaking for the next year, but it sounds cool as fuck. So basically, you as a member of the RACDG can sign up to this, and then it's up to you to submit between two and four scores, Stableford scores, per month. Uh, Now, these rounds either have to take place with a flocker, um, and that's what we kind of prefer if you can do that. Obviously, not everybody can do that. So if you can't, it just has to be some sort of round that you have put the feelers out at the start to say this is a competition round, competitive round, everything's getting puttied out, it's in a competition, something like that where it's an official round of golf that we know before you step out that you're going to be logging that score. You've got to name it beforehand. You've got to name it beforehand then, fair enough. Yeah, Yeah. basically it should be made a lot easier with the World Handicap system being in play because that's kind of what that's there for anyway. Um, But yeah, between two and four scores they guys will be keeping a leaderboard of that. And then at the end of the year, we're going to have some sort of, the, the, the guys that are doing it will explain this far better than me, but they're going to have some sort of uh, playoffs with the top guys um, in the RACDG order of merit money list, whatever it may end up being. Uh, things like the majors and the bigger events will count as higher um, points or scores or prizes or whatever, but Basically, the guys have posted all the details about it in the chats and on the clubhouse, and it looks really fucking cool, Crawford. Early tactic from me. Early tactic. Last round of the year, head to Woodall. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And just hope they've got the 11th on that green. Uh, since the WHS has come out, Woodall Spire is so high in its slope numbers that I'm playing off 21 now if I play off the whites of Woodall. That's about right, though, isn't it? That is about right. <laughs> but if, if we'd done the cock and they, in the, with those numbers, I would have won it if we'd all hit the same scores or the same, like, yeah. whatever. I With an extra five shots, I would have won it. Um, there you go. If I'd have held my part on the 18th at Millbrook, I'd have won the mega bonus. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. You, you should mention you should mention that more, Rob. Um, so <laughs> that like that's going to be really cool. That's something that's going to tie us all together across the full uh, year. That'd be and brilliant. That makes Get involved. More of, a, more of like a legitimate golf club rather than just a random collection of golf nuts, Crawford. And it's kind of moving in the direction of: Are we becoming an actual golf club? Yeah, well, this is the thing we've been talking about for a while because, you know, when we started off, we were a society and societies have been around for a hundred odd years. And, um, uh, you know, but most societies have a very limited scope of what they do and how they engage with their members. And 
we just seem to have gone and grown way, way beyond that. And we've kind of got to the point now where most of us are beginning to realise that this is a, it's a club, it's a golf club. We just don't happen to have a clubhouse, a physical clubhouse or a physical course that we play at. We play with each other a lot. Um, that sounds um, fun, uh, but um, that's not what I mean. Um, but it's, um, <laughs> you know, but we 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 just we commune online. So rather than sitting in a spike bar drinking beer, we we sit on WhatsApp and and and, and drink beer in our own houses and have fun. So we are very much performing all the functions of a club. We're looking We're very into... much a twenty twenty one golf club. By the way, that's the most twenty twenty one golf club you can have. Yeah, well, I've been thinking for a while. I've been looking around at kind of, you know, how things, how digital social media has changed an awful lot of businesses and thinking, well, how's it going to change golf in the next five to 10 years? And I think you're going to find this happens a lot. Like a lot of, you know, this kind of thing that will become the big, the next big thing in golf where you're a member of something that's not physical, that's digital. And that's, you know, that's where, you, where you're happy. Because the truth is that I don't really have an awful lot in common with the average people that would be in a, members club that i would play at you can have just stopped that. I, I don't really have a lot in common with average people you can have just stopped <laughs> <laughs> well that is true too <laughs> um but um but yeah but i have i have you know a lot in common with everyone in, in in the rscdg and that's my happy place these are the guys i want to hang out with and have fun with i love playing with everybody um but i equally love just just shooting the shit on the uh, on the whatsapp i have i laugh more times every day reading the whatsapp than i do um on anything else and we've been looking at a couple of things for that so we've been looking at potentially trying to figure out if we can start running handicaps through the RACDG. there's a kind of an unofficial and an official way of doing it so england golf for the minute are looking at maybe trying to work out um um a way for independent or non-club member golfers to get a WHS handicap. And in the meantime, there might be a workaround to do that. But of course, the thing about the WHS is that it is a global system. So we can register the RACDG in America and we can all input our systems into the GHIN system in the States using the slope indexes and the slope ratings in the UK. And that'll still give us a handicap, which we can use as a playing handicap around the world. So we might be able to do that. Certainly in the States, we're going to set up they are a handicap committee in the States to run handicaps there. Um, and then the other thing we're looking at, how we're going to look at in the next six months is potentially trying to create what I've kind of called the RACDG country club. So there's a bunch of us who are talking about getting country memberships somewhere. And it's like 500 quid to a thousand pounds to get a country membership. And we thought, well, rather than, if, if there's like 10 of us going to get country memberships, why don't we all club together into a big pot buy 10 club country memberships, 10 or 15 for the RACDG, and then all the members that pay into the pot can just use that tea time, um, a bit like a kind of corporate membership. So I don't know how easy that's going to be. I think it's the a terrible timing because golf clubs at the minute are inundated with new members and their membership books are full up. Whereas if we tried this a year ago, we would have found it easier. But I'm going to look into it to see whether it's possible. And the, the dream would be to get 10, 15, maybe 20 clubs around the British Isles that are not top tier clubs, but like second tier, interesting architects, interesting golf courses, um, like places like Littlestone and Hayling Island, Silith and so I, you know, Kilspindy, Cullen, places like that, that we'd all want to go and play. Um, but then you know, people pay 500 quid in or something a year and then that they can play them whenever they like. So that's the next thing I'm looking at this year. I just need to get into that. Um, but it should be a fun thing to do. I'm going to do something similar, but with chippies. So... <laughs> uh, we're going to have community, community fish and chip memberships as well, so can run it. It can yeah. run alongside the clubs, but um, we're going to do one chippy based as well. So we're we're really hitting all facets of the golf experience. The only here. thing is, uh, you know, the whole point of what I'm looking at is, you know, it's one tea time a day. So like, you know, a four ball a day. How is that going to work when there's like fifty of us in St Andrews and we all need to go to answer the fish bar? Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the kind of logistical problems that you need to deal with uh, day to day. Look, there's 40 minutes worth of chat there about stuff that the RACDG is currently doing and looking to be doing over the year. We've sold it to you. We don't need to sell it to you because it's free. Everything's free. But we've sold, this has been like some sort of weird infomercial. We've sold everything to you. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here. I'm going to throw you over to a new segment just now called Is James Allen Still a Member at St Andrews? Big shout out, James Allen. Uh, And then when we come back, we're going to talk about some of our highlights 
from the RACDG in the year 2020 and then look ahead to some of the stuff that we're looking forward to in 2021. So let's first of all find out, is James Allen still a member of St Andrews? Aye, aye, is James still a member? Aye, aye, St Andrews, did he tell you? Aye, aye, he talks about it every day. Yes. Check back next week. So, yeah, that was, uh, is James Allen still a member at St Andrews? Scintillating stuff uh, still to come on the podcast today. Actually, Aaron from Luxembourg will be back uh, because the PGA Tour was back this week, the Century Tournament of Champions. All the guys that won last year playing out in Kuala Lumpur or whatever it's called. Kalupula? Kuala Lumpur. No, no, no. Kapalua. Kapalua. They're all playing in Kapalua, uh, which I believe is in Kuala Lumpur, uh, Kapalua, Kuala Lumpur, uh, for the Century Tournament of Champions. So Aaron will be back with some chat on that, some betting tips. Uh, particularly interesting if you're going to be joining the one and done or our, what's the other thing? You pick six guys, you pick a roster. Draft and Kings. Draft Kings. The Draft Kings thing as well. So uh, Aaron will be back with that in a wee moment or so. But what we're going to do, 2020 was a bit on the shit side. It's over now. We've put it behind us. But what we are going to talk about is the RACDG and some of the best RACDG moments of the last year. We'll just run through uh, a couple of our personal highlights and hopefully jog some fun memories for you guys. And then we're going to look ahead to the coming year, 2021. Look at some of the events that are coming up, uh, as well as some of the other bits and pieces that we might all be looking forward to in a post COVID world and a post-American coup world by the looks of it as well. There's some <laughs> by the time you've listened to this, all the dust will settled and all the smoke will have cleared, but there is some mad shit happening in America right now, just as we record this. Um so stepping away from that, uh we'll go to you first, Crawford. Actually, 2020. What I want from you is your best golfing memory, your best RACDG online memory, so something that's happened on the chats or whatever. And your best RACDG in person memory or moment? Best golfing memory um, in the RS with the RACDG this year. Um, I, okay, this is this might sound like a bit of a setup, um, but one of the best days I had RACDG wise golf wise was filming Rob almost win the mega bonus. <laughs> There was there was a lot of things about that day that were oh, fun. First of all, it was and Rob and I've been friends for a long time, and um, and I played that course, his course, with him a long time, uh, and it, and he he'd kind of just kind of started to get involved with the ICDG again round right about then, um, and uh, and it was just really fun to go and play with him and Davey and and, and Chris Comey is also a friend of Rob's and mine, gone back a long way. Um, and uh, and just doing the mega bonus, but then it just be, it's so good to see a friend of mine play really well and get it on camera and be so close like the only person that had a putt for it until Ian got the asterisk um, and that was definitely one of my highlights of the year for a lot of reasons personal reasons as well I mean the the, the group and just uh, from my, my personal perspective has been one of the things I've been most proud of in my life I, I tend to to come up with crazy ideas for things. Rob will tell you that I'm always coming up with crazy yeah. ideas and most of them nice. turn to absolute shit. <laughs> can go absolutely nowhere. Um, and finally, out of nowhere, I, 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 I come up with one that's actually done something. Um, and what I'm most proud of is the fact that so many other people are having an awful lot of fun out of it. Um, so that's been great, but it was also really nice to see one of my friends um, have some fun out of it. So that's one of them. Um, one of the things that I also really enjoyed this year was six of us playing Cleve the day after the shut. Um, again, you know, I, I was talking to Josh at the time, and basically it was a horrendous weather day, wind howling, rain howling. It was just nobody else was out on the hill that day apart from us. And we were all just saying that the best thing about the RACDG is that we've all found people that will go out with us in situations like that. Like most most golfers, like they look at the wind and the rain and it's like, oh fuck it, there's no way I'm going out. But now I find a bunch of people who will go out in the craziest of weather and have the best time. Like we all really, really enjoyed ourselves, even though it was horrendous. And that was the nicest thing about it. Sort of a time with that with, with five mates, six of us. 
Um, and uh, on the chat, I'm just trying to think what was my favourite thing on the chat. I'll tell you what, it's not really anything specific. There's been lots of, I mean, I laugh at it every day, but the things that I enjoy the most are all of the developing characters that we have and how we've all got to know each other. So we all take the piss out of Grant or Grunt, but I love him, you know, um, and uh, and James, we're just laughing at James there you know, about um, about St Andrews. And it's, it's all those little KVH things. That have... for being a weird pervert. Not even a golf <laughs> pervert, just a normal pervert. <laughs> Robert Dave Emerson Easton. for, like, hitting things over his house. <laughs> Dave, Dave Easton Dave. for just driving everywhere to play golf. Yeah. It's just been the best thing, all these little characters. that, And then that, it's a bit like, you know, whenever you get a sitcom and they have a joke that goes and goes and goes and it becomes funnier because you see it coming and it's all that's beginning to happen now. Like, the minute anyone new turns up, you're just waiting for James to come in. One, so, of, one of my uh, favourite ones is now, uh, the narrative that Wayne hates all old people because he asked a question <laughs> about vaccinations being given to old people. And it was, you know what, it was a completely harmless like pontification at his end. And within like five minutes, it turned into Wayne doesn't want old people to be vaccinated he wants them all to be left to die and then as like morose and horrible as that sounds it just turned into this massive caricature of itself so basically Wayne now hates anybody over the age of like 50 or something like that and it just these things roll and roll and roll yeah, so, and that to me is the best thing about it because that's what that, it's, it's that little kind of family we've created these all these in jokes which I accept is difficult for new people coming in um, but um, but you, you quickly get used to them. what are Rob, yours Gary? Oh, we'll uh, go Rob first and then we'll come round to me. Rob, what are your favourite on-course memory, off-course flock memory and favourite online flock memory? Well, Crawford stole mine because it was obviously going to be the mega bonus. <laughs> but um, aside from that, uh, getting to play with, uh, you've just mentioned Dave there, um, obviously uh, your golf travels, uh, Davey H, uh, who is a very good golfer, but a good company on the golf course as well. Oh, Dave, he's flagged it. That's a lovely shot. Nicely tied into uh, my favourite playing memory is uh, at the cock. Uh, not because I have a sport prick, as Crawford has described me massively, but uh, just it's because... It's inspired of it, <laughs> we were have I, I originally um was only coming down to play uh on I think was it the Saturday was the Hodgkin? Was it the Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Um but I'd planned to stay overnight <laughs> uh, and then drive home the following day and I got basically uh convinced press guy <laughs> to stay You're surrounded because... by a, a table of drunk people who just go, <laughs> yeah. do it, do it, do it, do it. And uh <laughs> having to text my wife and say, uh, I'm being forced to stay because if I stay we can do a pairs event and that means that the rest of the guys was there four was there fifty people, forty people the second day. I can't remember yeah. how many people. Yeah, there was. yeah, but there had to be an an even number to get the brackets so right. We needed you to that stay. was a real highlight and it it was kind of strange because you know, COVID was going on, but um, su- some super organising by Russ. And then I can't remember who organised dinner, but we all ended up having dinner in our own sort of private room, which is all really cool. So that was that was really, really good. Um, and then from within the chat, just two words, Gary, Richard Montgomery. <laughs> God bless you, Richard Montgomery. So, uh, I think, I think believe... he's been canonised now. It's Sir Richard Montgomery, isn't it? Sir, Saint Richard Sir Montgomery. Monty. Saint yeah. Richard Montgomery, yeah. Saint. I can't, for legal reasons, I can't name name the brand, but it was um, but, um <laughs> Cut that out, Mark. But um, basically, a friend of mine uh, knows someone who works for that company, and we got given a lovely code, which was 50% off. And in typical RACDG style, um, absolutely hammered the code to the point <laughs> of uh, maybe crashing the website, uh, running out of stock, uh, and all of the, those kind of things. I actually, so so the friend is actually a good friend, and uh, we play a lot of golf I'm together. I ca- caught up with him. Uh, <laughs> I caught up with him uh, between Christmas and New Year before uh, before my course was shut, actually, because of the weather and then the lockdown. And um, I said to him, "Have a have a guess how many people from the RACDG got that code went went on that code?" And he was like, "He went, I don't know, about twenty. I went, no. He went uh, 40. I was like, no, mate, come on, seriously. He went, how many? And uh, for those of you that are in the chat, I had a little top 
And my final count was 188 items were purchased using Richie Montgomery. What we need to point out from this is that this was this is quite a high end golf brand. <laughs> a golf brand that sells polo shirts for like a hundred quid and it sells golf shoes for like three hundred quid. So it's not just a tenner on a polo shirt or twenty quid, twenty quid in a gelée or like something. Thirty People, quid, thirty-five quid. One hundred and eighty-eight items. Courtesy Rob, of you're Richard the reason Montgomery. somebody didn't somebody didn't get Christmas dinner this year. You're the reason just, somebody's children somebody, weren't able to somebody eat. Somebody must have got fired over that. Either that, or this is the best, the best looking thing that they do every year and get rid of their the stuff. The funniest thing was that bleep that out. We can't can't name that that the brand's Crawford. But the funniest thing was that um, genuinely, Stu McLeod said to me, "I really thought Richard Montgomery was a real person. <laughs> he was literally, and it was the sniper style wave." That went no. It's just the 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 name of the the company that owns all of the group. It's like shattered. Richard Montgomery <laughs> does not exist. He is the a real wave person. star. He is sniped him for somebody to exist. They only need to exist in your heart and in your mind. And Richard Montgomery will live on in the hearts, minds, and souls of the RACDG for as long as we live um, till next year. And then we get another fifty off. And the, yeah, in my mind, Richard is now. Roaming the streets of London, homeless, jobless, shoeless, begging on the streets, <laughs> talking to talking anyone that passes by the mistakes he made in his life to get but him here. I he handed out the brolly. code to the wrong people. <laughs> he got a free brolly. <laughs> so where we are just now is we've got two of the three of the RACDG Holy Trinity. So you've got R.I.P. Charles on the right hand of the father, You've got Richard Montgomery on the left hand of the father, Sir Montgomery. Uh, so we need uh, at some point this year to find the, the third of the Holy Trilogy. That will be one of our uh, hunts in 2021 is to find the uh, trifecta of the sainthoods of the RACDG to take us forward. But yeah, I would never in my life pay 70 quid for a polo shirt, 35 quid for a polo shirt. Still more than I normally pay, but when you know you're getting 50% off it, uh, myself and a hell of a lot of flockers took plenty of advantage of that. And do you know what? It made for a lot of fun in the chat as well. On the flip side, if we're on that kind of vein of uh, bargains, about a month ago, I uh, found on eBay a set of tailor-made P790 irons, brand new for £99, and I shared that into the uh, into the chat. And I think maybe like 10 or 15 of us went on and bought these irons for a 99 quid each. We all said it was too good to be true, but... Can I tell you, I, I, I can't tell you the panic that I was in because <laughs> I was out that day doing something and I was totally convinced that there was this amazing deal that you'd all found that I wanted to buy some of these irons and I was going to miss out on it. So like, I'm having to excuse myself from my meetings, run about, have to, I'm going to go to the dog, I'm going to go to the toilet, sitting in the loo trying to go on eBay to, get, to buy these bloody things. I did not for one one minute think that there was a legit set of P790s legitimately for sale for that amount. My thinking oh, I was... I totally thought somebody had stolen them. And I, thought had stolen, yeah. some... I, thought, I thought somebody had stolen 20 sets of it and were putting them on the cheap, which morally ambiguous, I'd have taken them or else it was a scam, in which case we were covered by eBay's money-back guarantee. Now, that happened on the 4th of December, and I just got the money back today. <laughs> Some <laughs> other people still don't have it. So for every uh, Sir Richard Montgomery, there is uh, the Satan that is Mr. Tony Mitchell. And wherever you are out there, Tony Mitchell, you bastard. Fuck you, Tony. Whatever you are, Tony Mitchell. <laughs> I will hate that you for my time, Hashtag bro. fuck you, Tony Mitchell. <laughs> I don't even know if that's and, a and a picture of, sort of, picture of, sort of 790, like on the head. <laughs> fuck you, Tony Mitchell. The, the eBay account was somebody called Helen, and then it went to somebody called Tony. So these are all aliases uh, just to fuck with us but yeah I, I got conned for golf clubs uh, so you know the, the golf and gods giveth the golf and gods taketh away um, so what are your three um, your three highlights you know what I was kind of scrolling through so I'll give some honourable mentions in terms of the chat right um, just because this will spark some fun uh, memories to everybody now so one of my favourites right this is a really obscure one and it's a really niche one but it happened in the summer uh, I think a lot of us were having quite a serious discussion about 
birth and difficult pregnancies. And I think it was you, Crawford, that was telling a story of the your wife's difficult pregnancy and how touch and go things got and how emotional it was to you. And it was really quite powerful stuff. But earlier in that day, about half an hour before that in the chat, the chat moves fast. We'd been talking about greens and agronomy. And we've got a course owner, Mr. Ryan Nodes, who uh, owns the Addington Golf Club, who was talking uh, about agronomy. So he'd obviously just picked the chat up and he'd been replying to this for a while. But in the meanwhile, we'd been getting into this big chat about near-death experiences and pregnancies and blood loss. So there was about 30 messages about that and all I was saying, oh, Crawford, that's harrowing. I'm glad everything's okay, blah, blah, blah. And then just right in the middle of all this emotional stuff, Ryan just dropped in a message saying, another interesting problem you get when you manage greens properly is far greater damage from pitch marks. Most clubs don't suffer much from them other than the depression. <laughs> Clubs that have a proper sand protocol for years and are relatively firm will suffer far worse through this because the ball is squeezing the grass and roots hard against the surface. And it was just like, what? Because <laughs> everybody forgot what else was being talked about. And it was just the most like out of play. And it was a total, I understand this was totally, you had to be there to appreciate it, but uh, that was like one of the- That fun- was very funny. It was. <laughs> and it's so typically, like, it's so typical of the group because it, it does move so fast and so many conversations happen that the juxtaposition between two conversations, if you don't know what's going on, often yeah. just looks like total fucking chaos. <laughs> that was very funny. Uh, one of the other ones uh, that's an uh, honourable mention as well, and this will be John Arshad and many other people's favourites, was uh, the gif of Aaron with the crisps. Oh god, I forgot about that. Mentioned a few times, Mr. Crisps, which was Aaron Aaron Saint Pierre, um, videoed at the open a good few years ago, literally tipping in the crowd, tipping a <laughs> packet of crisps into his mouth, uh, holding a Tesco bag, which he's never been let to live down. Uh, but number one for me, rather obviously, but we can't not do it, is the saga of R.I.P. Charles, our fallen brethren, Charles um, from Dornock, who very grumpy, very opinionated, lovely fella, um, but was run out of the chat by Matt Wabe, and it spunned a thousand memes all sorts of in-jokes and the term RIP now for anybody who dares leave the WhatsApp chat. So that was my three favourite um, actual WhatsApp group moments. Uh, in-person moment, my best day of the year. Don't tell my wife this because we found out we're having another baby. We moved house. Uh, my current son... <laughs> my current son? <laughs> my current son <laughs> took his uh, first That's a big exchange of the mixture. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of these amazing life moments happened. My favourite day of the whole year was the day we had at St Andrews, uh, 12 flockers contesting the Asterix Mackenzie Cup um, in perfect weather. Anstruther, St Andrews, Chippy, beers in the Dunvegan. It literally does not get better than that for a golf day. But also on top of that, you know, I played Muirfield this year with some flockers. That was brilliant. Played North Berwick with some flockers as well. One of the best courses I've ever played. Um, played down Presswick with a bunch of guys as well. Played with a lot of the Scottish guys, made some great friends um, as well with them. Played Glen Eagles Kings, and that's my best just general in-person moment. Is a good close personal friend of mine, Grunt, five-putted the first green at uh, Glen Eagles <laughs> Kings. And I don't know, man. I don't, that's I, almost I, as perfect I don't know as, if my, I've ever as my double anything. miss on the, on the, on the edge of St Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> Double, like, I, I, I've been privy to some of the best bad moments of golf that I've seen in quite some time <laughs> and uh, I absolutely love every one of them I, I find a lot of joy in other people's misery I'm afraid to say but yeah on the golf course especially uh, it's been wonderful but it was a great year it was a fantastic year for everything terrible that happened um, everybody's got stories like mine where they've played all sorts of fantastic courses across the country uh members rates which is always handy with some flockers guys now that i'm sure maybe you didn't know or hadn't spoken to this time last year who you would now consider good real life friends um my wife was saying that to me earlier on she says um you're actually probably better legitimate friends with some guys in the flock now than you are with people that you know from up here that you've played golf with and stuff from up here um which is which is great um other than that, 2020... What, what, what does your wife call us? Uh, your weird golf mates. <laughs> That's the same as what my wife calls so, as well. Yeah. Your weird golf group. <laughs> what's yeah. kind of funny is she... Amy, Amy about, calls uh, them your little golf friends. <laughs> <laughs> little prick golf friends. Like, 
about this time last year as well though it's quite funny when lockdown started my wife joined a whatsapp group quite similar to us except it's all it was all new mothers at the time as well and they do workouts together and they're all like we're obviously up in scotland most of them are down in england like most of you guys are so we've just got this kind of weird situation just now throughout lockdown where the two of us just like sit in the house and are both just sitting on our phones just like laughing away with all of our online friends and it's like do you want to talk to each other no, I'm actually talking to my uh, golf group, and uh, she's like, "No, I'm actually talking to my mum's group," and we've just got this like, kind of weird double lives going on at the moment. That's just the that's the world these days, isn't it? You're locked down for twenty four hours. She would kill me if she just had me to talk to for twenty four hours a day. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, that was twenty twenty. The good bits, and there was a lot of good bits. The cock, uh, always a good bit of a year. Uh, is the cock, the shot. The big shout out again to Gav Irons YouTube channel, the video for the shot. I go back and watch that every now and again. Uh, it's brilliant stuff. Phil Tasker running the PlayStation stuff, uh, the quizzes with JSW, all that good stuff that happened through the year. And again, I think we're asking Joe's Joe's think about doing some more quizzes again now. We're in lockdown again. So that'll start happening again, I, I think. I, I won the Christmas one and I don't think that's been talked about enough. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. 2021. Hopefully, in a different and a better world, the biggest thing I think that we've got to look forward to in 2021, and Crawford, you mentioned this in one of the chats the other day, it's very unlikely that we're going to get a lot of overseas visitors in the UK over the summer, the way the way things are. Now, if you all remember last year, we got to play some amazing courses at some amazing prices because of that. So I'm hoping, I'm thinking, we've got another summer of championship golf courses at cut rate prices coming up. Now I'm buzzing at the thought of that. Fuck yeah. There was, a, there was a point toward the end of last year where I got a little bit of a, a kind of a frenzy where I was like, I've got to go and play all these places now where they're cheap because it'll never happen again. And now it's looking like it will happen again. So now I'm going to get much more planned, much more determined, much more structured, <laughs> start lining them all up early. Go yeah, play them all. It's almost like this is your full-time early. job, Crawford. Yeah, well, it is. He's going uh, back on tour. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny because um, looking ahead to the year, this was you know, there was going to be a lot of golf played this year, and I think there will be a lot of golf played this year. But it was it was pretty much going to kick off. The end of February was the BMI up at Thetford yeah. um, with, um, with, with Matt. Looks like that's now been cancelled. There's the Glen Eagles thing we were supposed to be doing beginning of March. I don't know if that's... I, I just don't know, I, we, we have to wait and see with that, but we'll, we, that could be... That was one of the things I've been looking forward to. I was going to do a crazy... Well, I'm still due to do a crazy trip where I'm going to do... Um, excuse me, Muirfield, Gullen, the Glen Eagles thing with you guys, and then I've got to drive to Sheringham in, North, in Norfolk that night to play 36 holes at Sheringham the next day. And 36 holes at Cromer the day after that, and one long, crazy trip. Um, and then the end of March, it's Rob's um, 40th, so we're all going up to St Andrews again. And then there's the, the the Mac after that. I'm pretty confident the Mac will be fine, it'll go ahead. I don't think we'll be allowed to do a big 50-person dinner like we wanted to do. I think that's going to have to be cancelled and just go to the chippy or something. But um, we'll still be able to be there and play golf. I don't know that the Americans are going to be able to get over for that now. I'm hoping the Europeans at least will. Um, but I think that once we get past, I think April is going to be the time when things are going to begin to normalise and get, you know, get opened again. And then once you get into the middle, the end of April, I think the rest of the year is going to be pretty back to normal, but all of the long distance international, like guys coming from America that will happen to be booking holidays now to go in the summer, they will not have done that. So we'll have this great period where all the bars and restaurants will be open in the summer and there'll be no one there. So we'll be able to go and use and enjoy ourselves. So I think it is going to be a hell of a year for golf and a hell of a year for RACDG golf. And we're all going to have an awful lot of fun. It's just going to be a bumpy six to eight weeks between now and, and middle of March. What about you, Rob? What are you looking forward to? Well, Crawford, Crawford just mentioned it. I mean, it isn't it isn't an RACDG DG trip, but there is three of us on there that are from there. So it, it's St Andrews, which was for my 40th uh, last year, which is now going to be for my 41st. And if it gets cancelled again, I'll be 42, going to my 40th birthday party. So Bear in mind that we paid for this uh, when he was 39. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we did. So I'm really, I'm really hopeful. If, uh, Actually, no, we would have paid we can... for this when you were, when you were 38, because we paid for like a year and a half before your birthday. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's it's been, been two a long, and a half years. 
it's been a long time in the making, but I think I'm, I'm really hopeful because it is towards the end of March um, and we're kind of driving and if St Andrews will have us, I think we'll, we'll be going. It's just whether if, if that's that's ongoing and, it, and if things open up. So we'll see. So I'm looking forward to that hugely. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to Sunningdale, uh, if I have to be honest, because I didn't get to play it last year. Um, although who would want to in those conditions? But um, uh, <laughs> and the, good think, thing, uh, the good thing is, Rob, the law of averages are that it can never be that bad two years in a row in the middle of August. So it's bound to be better, even if it's not brilliant. It's bound to be better. So I'm really looking Crawford, forward to that. the amount of times the amount of times I've said to my wife, look, with the law of averages, it's never going to be that bad again, and it all <laughs> won't see stuff like that. You can't back it up. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I've also I'm also signed up. For the uh, for the Kaluna as well, which should be should be really good. So some really really top top courses for me next year, and and I'm sure I'll get the opportunity to play Woburn as well. So I might even slum it every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm apart from the golf because I've never played golf in England before. That's that's something mad that I'd never thought about, but it become apparent. I'm looking forward to getting down south. I'm looking forward to hopefully coming to a couple of the RACDG majors, but mainly I'm looking forward to meeting more of the people that I speak to every day uh, on the WhatsApp. A lot of the guys, uh, shout out to guys like Ben Lovejoy, guys that I speak to day in, day out, um, that I've never actually met or played golf with. So can't wait to do that. Last year, even guys like Gav Irons, Gav Irons drove up from the Midlands to play a round of golf with me and Grant uh, and Jimmy at East Renfrewshire, just a random Parkland course in the middle of Scotland. He drove up four and a half hours, played with us, drove four and a half hours down the way. Chris Conway drove up to uh, Glen Eagles to play with us in November as well. Stuff like that. Absolutely brilliant guys. Easy company in the golf course. Can't wait for more of that again. I'm having a kid in April. Um, I suppose that'll be pretty good. Um, but that's keeping him out of the Mackenzie. So... Mixed emotions. Uh, win, win some, lose some there, I know. <laughs> but I'm hoping to play a couple of the majors when things settle down uh, from the whole uh, baby scenario again. But yeah, just quickly, just talking about about Europe coming to play in England for the first time. I'm actually very much looking forward to the shot because I've never played golf in Wales, when and I've is. been really looking forward to Penard and Port Call. I think that's going to be really good. And there's, there's another thing that like I'm not organising it, which is great, so I can just go so enjoy myself. So easier, so chilled, <laughs> and be able to just turn up and enjoy yourself. Lots yeah. of great golf coming up. I've got really quickly. I've got a quick question for Crawford. Is Wales the only country in the world that you haven't played golf? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's there's Guam um, and um, and Bhutan, I think. Kappa sure Lua, Lua. <laughs> um, Also, like other couple of things we've got to look forward to. Hopefully, in the very near future, we're going to have some new merch coming out. We've seen some of the prototypes for things like bobble hats, uh, t-shirts, putter covers, scorecard holders, all that sort of stuff. That's going to be class. We're going to be looking at the clubhouse growing. Uh, through the next couple of months as well. Really excited to see where that takes us to. So we've had a great year. We've sold the flock to everybody. Uh, we've sold the clubhouse to everybody. We've recapped what's been a brilliant year, how good it is to be part of this weird little uh, corner of the golfing world. And we've looked ahead to 2021. Uh, before we wrap up and we'll get back to regularly scheduled programming next week, hopefully we'll have one of you guys on to run through your flock five and all that good stuff. Um, Rob, anything you want to add about the year that's been, the year that's ahead or anything that we've covered today? I'd just like to say um, it's been really nice being friends with Crawford, but from this day forward, we will no longer be classed as friends because his abuse of me tonight has been shocking. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Crawford, rebuttal. I just, I, I just say that, that that's typical um, small man angst. <laughs> How did this podcast start as um, me and Crawford being the uh, wild men off the rails and you being the man in the middle who keeps everything settled Rob and all of a sudden I've turned into the mild mannered host and the two of you are fighting like little bitches in the corner what's going on here? I know I know bad day at work Gary bad day at work I haven't got my structure today and it's it's threw me off a bit I've gone a bit crazy but back to normal next week. Rob, let, let's just let's just give everyone a, a little a little little piece of background to make them laugh. First time I ever played golf with Rob was in two thousand and eight. My wife and I were on, on our way to holiday in Scotland, where we actually got engaged, uh, and we stopped off with Rob and uh, Rob's wife Sarah on the way up. And Rob and I went to play golf at Milden Keynes. And Rob, why don't you tell them what happened? <laughs> Did you break a club? <laughs> 
I broke a club on the first hole. I I, I got some rental clubs, and oh, uh, right. yeah, you did, and then yeah. I teed off, teed off on the first tee into the bush. Went into the bush, hit it out of the bush, hit a tree with the club, and snapped the club in half. <laughs> so the first, with the second shot you ever saw me hit, playing golf, I snapped a club. I remember Being you looking honest. at me thinking, "Fuck, I hadn't." He hasn't got much club. better. He hasn't got much better in that time. That's as good as it gets. That could, that could quite. If if you'd said we played golf yesterday and I broke a club, <laughs> exactly the same. Twelve years apart. Right, so the Zoom chat is about to cut out in less than two minutes here, so listen to how quickly I'm going to wrap this bad boy up here, guys. So, first of all, uh, Aaron uh, from Luxembourg is going to run us through the PGA Tour for this week, as promised earlier on. You're not getting a big intro here because we're struggling for time, Aaron. Take it away, boy. Just to be clear on what I mean by this, like, I rang this girl up and, and she went, hello, Peter Millar. And I, I just sort of, I stopped. I, I was like, it's Miller. Surely it's Miller. But she works there, so she must know. Who, like, did, did everybody know it was Millar? That's brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Aaron. You'll be back again next week. I didn't even take a breath between the, the ending link and the outro link there. But thanks very much for that, Aaron. We'll see you again next week. And for all of you guys that have listened, I hope you found today's episode a little bit different, but maybe a little bit cathartic. You've seen the sort of stuff that we've done over the last year, the sort of stuff that we want to do over the next year, how fucking good fun uh, that this place is and how good it can be not only for your golf game not only bad for your wallet but good for your mental state as well hope you'll join us again next week hope some new guys have come on here uh, based on picking us up from the clubhouse as well so big shout out to all our friends in america and across the world as well as all the regular listeners uh, but for me but for Rob Cross and but for Crawford Anderson Dillon, we will hopefully uh, see you all again very soon, if not on WhatsApp, on the Clubhouse, or on next week's episode of the RACDG podcast. We've had a lot of fun, and we'll hopefully speak to you all again very soon. Bye. David Marlin.